Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Get Real Podcast. We're going to talk about cancel culture and everything under the sun, really, in this episode. And I'm here with my friend, Brianna, who is a brand and social media strategist who aims to help creatives and entrepreneurs live in their light, become visible, and build their community. And as you know, I'm your host, and we're going to just shoot the shit, talk about cancel culture, and really see what brings up. Toxic cancel culture first of all would you say that it works would you say cancel culture works no no (laughs) no why not i see it and i'm like okay well you know how in like celebrity culture and stuff you know there's always things buzzing around and like they'll spread their own lies just as like you know a publicity stunt and stuff like that I really think, or I see cancel culture in that way. It's like, if anything, you're just adding fuel to the fire and you're just making these people more powerful. So it's like what you're setting out to do, you're kind of being counterproductive to that because the more people talk about, oh, did you see what this person did? Like, they're so horrible. Like, why would I support them? You're still talking about them, getting their name out there. You're still drawing attention to them. And through that attention is what they make money on. Anyways, there's like James, Jeffrey, and what's what's her, Tati. And they're all going back and forth and people are making these videos. Those videos are popping off because everyone wants to know the drama. So they're yeah. still making the money because you're still watching it, even though you, you might not support them. Yeah. So it's kind of, it doesn't really make sense. The goal of cancel culture is to de-platform people, but all you're doing is growing their platform. That leads me to a follow-up question. Now that you said we, that, you know, the goal is to de-platform, do you think we should de-platform creators? Because the internet is a fairly like new free space. Laws or legal issues are starting to catch up with it, but it used to be the wild, wild west. In certain areas, it's still the wild, wild west. So do you think we should de-platform creators? Like, do you think YouTube, for example, has any responsibility to be like, you know what, James Charles, you're not going to have a platform anymore and just remove his profile? Or do you think... You know, it falls on the creator to be like, you know what, I shouldn't have a platform. Or do you think it falls onto the audience as a collected society? Just be like, you know what, this is not going to work. We are not going to support this creator. And then just boycott, unfollow, so forth and so on until they go away. I think, you know, the internet and stuff is kind of like a free world, freedom of expression and like all that stuff, which has its benefits, but it also has its drawbacks, right? Because you have to take into consideration who is consuming these messages and this content. Like, and I think that a lot of platforms are doing a good job, especially YouTube does a pretty good job of monitoring, like making sure that children are not exposed to, you know, things that they shouldn't be seeing and stuff like that. But well, here's the thing. I don't think it's in the platform's responsibility to de-platform a creator because the differences between the two because I mean it is about freedom of self-expression and stuff like that but at the same time if I was you know the CEO of something that millions of people were using and I have a certain belief or value that I want in my business like let's say actually I'll look at myself for example then for my business I really want to work with people who have a purpose that is greater than you know, X amount of dollars or X amount of followers. Like I really don't resonate with external validation at all. I resonate with what is your big picture? That's what I resonate with. So for me, 
is in my best interest to cut that off. And I have full power to do that because this is my business. This is my brand and my identity. And then it's like, I think, I mean, if we look at the case of Jenna Marbles, Jenna deplatformed herself. Yeah. Even though us as fans did not want that. She said, you know, what I've said in the past has harmed them. I don't want to harm people. So I'm going to remove myself from that situation. I mean, I think that could be a thing, but it takes a good person to do that. Yeah. And And not everyone that are getting canceled, obviously, are not good people. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you can, you can put, you know, the power in their hands, but it doesn't mean they're going to take it. So I think, and the way that social media works in general is it's all about the consumer. It's all about the viewer. It's all about that other audience member. So really the power comes in them, but even then you can't control what other people do. So that is true. You can only control what you can do. Yeah. But I also feel like a lot of people, because there's a lot of young people using the internet, right? And I think that they lack a understanding of real life consequences sometimes of from what happens online uh, to what happens onto the real world right for example James Charles he's a sexual predator like he it could easily if we're gonna go into like I don't know in many details right I only know what the internet has said what he confessed to and things like that but let's let's say it's worse let's say it's a little bit worse than what we already know and he confessed to it's going to be easier to go into the whole like grooming area and that's like it's already bad enough and it could get so much worse everyone has their own opinion and a lot of people still stand and follow James Charles because either one it's not important enough for them to care about two they still defend him because they're staff they don't believe the victims whatever it is and then maybe they just don't care because they just want to watch game shows because they don't understand the damage uh, this is just an example it's the same with trisha paytas or jeffrey star or whoever they don't understand mm-hmm. the damage you could hold if this person remains with such influence to so many other thousands of people And I think that's kind of important to talk about too, is like everyone uses things differently. Like people can go like for some people, they can attach a stronger meaning to the people that they create. Like that can mean more to them. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. The people that they support, not the people they they create, but the people they support can hold a greater meaning and significance in their life than to the next person. Yeah. And so that's why it makes it really hard to try to like govern these things because 
you know, everyone still possesses the right to free will and consuming whatever they want and stuff like that. And it's kind of just up to each person to regulate themselves. And it can be up to the creator to make sure that, you know, they're putting out good stuff and good messaging. But again, that comes down to them. And if they value that, because there's kind of different types of content, as you know, like there's entertainment based content, people just go there to get entertained. They don't care. It's for example, if we look at even mainstream media, like SNL or something like they yeah. can do some things that maybe might be seen as wrong, but it's in the context of entertainment. It's in the context of this is, you know, not reality. This is a skit. And so I think some things that people could introduce to kind of mitigate the effects is like, make sure you do have disclaimers. Like, yeah. and people do that even in like jackass or whatever. Like, they'll be like, um, these are, you know, don't try this at home. This is not safe. Like, word idiots. And yeah. then like, be on with their way but I think if they don't have that and if they are aware that they have a younger demographic then it becomes dangerous for example yeah. with like the Pauls or whatever like there was a huge uproar about the content and the messages they were sharing because they knew and everyone knows their audience is younger more impressionable people yeah so it's kind of on you as a creator and as someone who is the adult in the situation to take that responsibility yeah and they weren't and that's why there was the issues and I mean I don't really keep up with everybody and all the drama because again and we've talked about this like I just really don't care it's Mm -hmm. not something that I value so I don't put my attention to it because you never know what actually the truth is like a million people will say a million different things and you'll never really get the truth so what is the point you know like you're kind of just spending your energy irresponsibly in my opinion but again to each their own um but with them it was just there was a time I was just on the way of being like can YouTube get them off like they are not good they're not doing anything good productive responsible at all in this world like they're just not and I mean now again I don't really keep up with them but I think they have changed and matured a little bit and I feel like talking about cancel culture I think that there needs to be more room for that there needs to be more room and grace for people to grow and to change same with James Charles and stuff like when that whole thing went on with um Tati and Jeffrey and stuff like he was still a kid like and it's kind of the same way with other celebrities like if you look at Justin Bieber and Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears like growing up growing up in that type of environment does shit to you Mm -hmm. like and it it clouds your judgment and it affects you in ways that regular people can't understand and I think to hold them to that standard as a child and not allow them the space to grow and to learn is really damaging yeah I agree I agree I think we should be more patient with people as well even adults too that you know there's always room because we always keep we always grow we always change we change our opinions and we change our beliefs and we learn something new and that affects how we consider and think about things so there's always should be room for that kind of development but there is very little of that online right because Mm -hmm. before we started recording you said you know 
10 years ago someone you know made a mistake or tweeted something or whatever and someone pulls it up now as like receipts or tea or drama and they get canceled over something they said 10 years ago and it's yeah. like I, I get it with, with certain things I understand if it comes to like deeply rude racism or sexism or yeah. if they haven't shown any signs of changing if they still show that they hold those beliefs then yeah. I get it but if it's just to cause like some kind of drama because they said something dumb 10 years ago when they was then when they were a kid and they mm-hmm. obviously don't hold that belief anymore then mm-hmm. you know you're just causing fuss for I don't know clicks and that's what it all comes down to all all of this comes down to clicks and views and money because if youtube for example or instagram or any other platform didn't make money on their creators off of the creators backs or adsense or anything else they would probably de-platform people Mm because they do get feedback and a lot of hate and a lot of likes Uh, there's a lot going on about people wanting to you know have have more of a curated internet in some way like they don't want the Paul brothers for example to be able to spread whatever it is to their kid so they want them to be deplatformed you know there's there's I've seen these like petitions to have Eugenia Cooney removed from YouTube right because you know Thinspo or EDs or stuff like that but YouTube is not going to do anything because they keep making money off of her and I think at what point because I'm kind of so you know creators taking their own responsibilities i'm pro the audience taking the responsibility and understanding when it's time to unfollow someone and i also am pro platforms taking responsibility over certain creators when it goes too far does that make sense because yeah i don't know it's it's so it has to be like a case-by-case basis too we can't just say this is okay and this is not you know and we can't let people cheat the system if we do have Mm -hmm. something up in place just because they bring in a lot of money for these for google or whatever it is yeah but at the same time let's say eugenia cooney i'm very conflicted about her do you know who she is i do i just haven't like the last i really was incorporated in her world was when shane did his series with her yeah because she went to get help because she obviously suffers from some eating disorder of some sort Mm -hmm. and she's extremely thin like extremely thin and she does body check herself in her videos a lot and it's also very triggering for people with eds and they use her as like thin spore inspiration to be that thin and stuff like that and a lot of her demographic are young impressionable teens especially girls so i mean at a certain point what do we do this is why i'm so conflicted about eugenia right because yes youtube could take their code responsibility and remove her off the platform but are they gonna remove her off the platform because she's thin because she's not doing anything to be like this is how i purge and this is how you hide your ed like she doesn't do those kind of videos she doesn't do anything very obvious that it's like I have an ED and this is how you can get one too because I understand removing that kind of video I would if it was my platform but right now she just does her makeup and does like costume videos and like entertainment content so I don't I'm not pro removing her videos because she's just posting entertainment she just happens to be thin and struggling with an ED does that make sense so it's like I think it's yeah if she's not I think it's if she's doing like body checks and stuff that's kind of mm, a little bit damaging um, yeah. to say the least but I think like from what I've seen of her I mean she seems like a very 
like kind person I don't think yeah. she really would ever have ill intentions and I think that to remove her because of her own personal struggles would kind of not be fair yeah right right you know? it would not be like, yeah you know because it's not like like you're saying she's saying oh like this is how I stay super skinny or yeah my advice is that you only eat one almond a day like yeah it's and like it's it kind of is sad that it's you can see she's struggling you can see that there's something happening that is greater than what's on the you know what she's putting out like and she and I think that if creating content for her entertaining content and beauty content is her joy like why would you take that away I was gonna debate the other thing then if we go into James Charles and Jeffree Star or creators like that 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 is when we get into the more real life illegal can't exchange nudes with a minor for example mm-hmm. you know and if let's say game charles did that then he confessed to that on youtube do we deplatform him when we cross that boundary into like this is a crime or do we not do anything and it reaches a certain point like if it's like okay but you're giving a platform to somebody who is potentially endangering you know children or impressionable teens then you should take responsibility for that i agree i was just curious to be like you know do we as an audience have all the responsibility of making sure who's canceled or not who who is quote deserving of their influence and platform and not because we are the ones that also create them sure it's algorithms and it's luck and there's one video or two going viral maybe or whatever it is but there's also you know us as an audience that decide to give them comments so we decide to support them when they have sponsorships we decide to give them views so we also share some of the responsibility it's just interesting to think about the other side of that not going viral and building the career but canceling and stopping the career because once you have influence once you have millions of millions of subscribers or followers it's hard to take that away let's say Trisha Paytas lost her YouTube channel. She will still have influence. She will still have a lot of people that recognize her if she created a new account. Didn't she lose her Instagram account and then she made a new one and now she has millions of followers again because she's Trisha Paytas, you know? So it's hard to just, we can't just force people off the internet either, you know? And I think too is you were never gonna find, you know, a perfect um system or platform that has only content that we um resonate with because you're always going to have the polar opposites you're never going to have just the middle or just the one side or just the other side because that's how the world works like even if you look at politics if you look at mainstream media if you look at I'm running out of ideas but mainly my brain is going towards politics because If you're someone from the, you know, left perspective and you're looking at somebody on the right perspective of like, what's her name? Tommy, Tommy Lauren or something, you know, you're going to want to cancel that because you don't agree with that. But then it's like the people that have similar views to her are going to support that because they're going to be like, I agree with you. So you can't really, you can't police it. You can't really truly cancel somebody. You can cancel them for yourself. You can say, Hey, I don't support this person. That's fine. But on a wide scale canceling them 
is not really going to happen. Yeah, this that's such an interesting such an interesting point to make because collectively as a society we agree and accept certain things we're more patient with certain things and we you know shun and disagree with and don't accept we just refuse to accept others the point is i think if the age demographic online and offline were the same i think we would work in very similar ways not exact same but very similar ways when it comes to cancel culture and what we collectively accept or not who we as a creator stand and have you know let have influence over us or not because we do that kind of in the real world and I think we would do that kind of online too. We can't, I can't please everything, right? But we collectively as a society can create impact and be like, you know what? This person we're not going to support because they did something awful. This person we're going to kind of try to support more because they, they are doing something great, you know? But online, I think that gets trickier because of the young demographic. I think too, though, like back to the whole point of needing more, room for growth for people like Mm. this is kind of why I wanted to talk about the toxic part of it because even if you don't agree with someone with what someone did or has done um I think it's it can be damaging to flat out label them as a horrible person because of one mistake they made like And I think that what people need to do or what should be more normalized or promoted online is like influencers, celebrities, YouTubers, whoever, they are still human beings. Yeah. I think they still should be able to reserve the right to make a mistake. Obviously, if they depends on the severity of the mistake, like some things I feel like it's obvious, maybe you shouldn't film a dead body. Yeah. But still um, acknowledging that they're human and that they can make mistakes and own up to them and change. They don't have to be the same person they were when they made that mistake because it's, it's just, it's not healthy. And I feel like it's not really promoting the true, I guess, message or energy behind this way of thinking, you know, like if you're trying to make the internet a better place and, you know, you think canceling this person because they made it a bad place is going to be productive. Okay. Well, what about the person they could have become if you had given them the chance? And so I think that needs to change a little bit because even for me, in my business and with my content that I create, I'm always, or what I found I was doing, I'm kind of shifting it now, but in the beginning I was censoring myself like you would not believe. And in doing that, I wasn't even being myself. I was worried, oh, is someone gonna take this little thing I said and completely blow it out of proportion? Yeah, or take it out of context. Yeah, exactly. Like, for, for example, in one of my videos, I was talking about, uh, I was comparing Instagram to YouTube and like the users and the stats and all that. And I was saying how, um, well, there was a statistic that one in three baby, mo- baby boomers uses YouTube. Meanwhile, I think it was 
what was their percent? I think it was 14 percent. 14% of the US population as a whole never even heard of Instagram. I was trying to show how YouTube is so big that even old people use it. Meanwhile, Instagram is nowhere near that and 14% of the population in, the, in America don't even know what it is. So I was like kind of worried even that I was saying old people. I was like, is someone gonna think that I'm like shaming old people or something? Yeah. Or like, you know, and I was like, well, no, yeah. I'm just saying like, YouTube is so big that even older generations yeah. use it. Yeah. And older generations are not tech savvy typically. So that yeah. was my point. But I was even second guessing and trying to think like, should I cut that part out? Or should I mm. put a disclaimer somewhere of being like, hey, like, no shame to old people, just making a point. And so it is, you take a step back and you're like, what the hell? Like, why would I even have to? make that disclaimer like yeah obviously but in today's society or at least you know the western side of the world like we were talking about you never know people will take yeah. the smallest thing and run with it and make it into something that was never even the intention or the context so absolutely that's it and it also it, it catches on right because you never know oh my god we're so easy to just take something and run with it because we have a personal bias against someone we don't like someone or we something about them rubbed us the wrong way it's also easy to i saw someone break this down on youtube how easy it was to cancel james charles because he rubs so for the first time <laughs> because he rubs so many people the wrong way in his mannerisms or the way he acts and whatever else people dislike him for so when someone came out with an actual scandal or some serious allegations people are like yep he's canceled because they already did, didn't like him, right? And it's easy to do that too, not check our personal biases and just be like, I don't like him. And then it must be true. Yeah, that's why I don't really pay attention to any of the drama or scandals that happen because I know I'll never know the actual truth. Yeah. Everyone yeah. will say their piece, their interpretation. It's literally like a huge game of broken telephone. Yeah, yeah. And, and it... And, but it's like the most riskiest game of broken telephone because you're playing with people's actual reputations, their livelihood, their yeah. career, their image. You're playing with big things. If Charles came out and said he almost offed himself, like the Seriously. online attacks and the, the harassment and the death threats and everything else that he got after that first scandal made him want to die. And it's like, yo, we as a society can do better than that and to say death threats to an 18 year old you That's know we can point. do like yeah i'm not saying he did right or he did wrong or whatever the fuck i'm mm -hmm. just saying that if we don't agree with someone's behavior unfollow block delete yeah if someone's confessing a crime or if something is seriously wrong report it and hopefully eventually the platform will also take their own responsibility because i do think they play a part in it because they do let these big creators still have insane influence over other people mm -hmm. so i still think that they share some responsibility but that's the best thing we can do instead of just being nasty to each other yeah and i think like that point you made about how you know i think there's also some psychology behind it because yeah if someone already feels a certain way about somebody, they're going to jump to conclusions and make up whatever scenario yeah. in their mind is going to make sense. Whether yeah. that is real life or not, if it's making sense in their head and they believe it, they'll spread it. And yeah. because they believed it, other people will, you know, latch onto that and try to believe it too. That brings out an interesting point because I agree with that. 
And I think that this is where Shane Dawson came in. And he's, I think Shane Dawson is so smart. He's so much smarter than people give him credit for sometimes. His, his stance give him all the credit in the world. But like, other than that, I think he's smart because he knew exactly what he was doing. When he, he's manipulated his audience many times, I believe. But especially when he did these redemption documentaries, he that redeemed. Yeah, Jeffrey genius. and. But Fucking they were so good. Face? Like I watched yes! every series. I was glued to that shit. Like you would Me not believe. Too. And because it's so easy. Because again, I think he is aware of everything we just talked about. Mm-hmm. About you know. Oh, one hundred percent. You can't psychology. be on YouTube for ten plus years like him and not yeah. know a thing or two. And then he also knows how to flip the script. He knows exactly what to say, how to position people, what to do, and what to actually share with the world in order to redeem them instead of canceling them. Like he did with Tanacon yeah. and the whole fiasco. And same with Jeffrey. I don't know. I think, I think he's very smart. And I think it's manipulative. But I also want to believe it. I want to believe that everyone... Uh, not everyone needs a redemption arc but I do want to believe that almost everyone will change and can grow and you know be a better person but I don't think someone like Shane should come in and be like look at this person he's good now you know I don't think that's the way of doing it either if you look at him now after having this relationship with Jeffrey and if you look at Jeffrey you can cancel them however many times you want they're still gonna outsmart they're always gonna have a way out they're always gonna have their money like yeah. you have to think, things change when you have money and yeah. that's why I think a lot of creators get canceled is because they build their audience from when they have nothing yeah. and then all of a sudden they have everything but I think like in the case of Tana I've seen some of her complaining about you know she became everything she said she wouldn't yeah and I think that's kind of again where it comes into the fact that you have to see that they're still a human like trying to yeah. think if you were in that position if you went from nothing to having everything there would be some things that change about you absolutely and I also think you have to look at the environment like I've heard something how LA is and you know the way people are like if you're surrounded in that environment that does become your reality yeah. however yeah. disconnected it is especially yeah. if you if you are new to a lot of fucking money and being able to do whatever and hang out with people you never thought you could or would and mm-hmm. you know everything everything along those lines thank you for listening to this week's episode of the get real podcast if you have any opinions which i sure you do if you have any comments leave them on our social media we are get real podcast official on instagram and i can't wait to hear what you have to say about this